One of the biggest obstacles artists face in the music game is access. Getting access to the people that can make it happen or access to the information and resources you need to get to the next level. That's the key. That's why you need two of the biggest in the game on your side. Introducing J.R. McKee. Boom man, welcome to the real industrial plug. You heard me? So again, if you're coming into a label situation, right. you have to understand that your work doesn't stop. Because a lot of artists, even with independent labels, they think, okay, now nah, boom, now nah, I got the deal. I, I, I sit back and you do the work. You know what I mean? And it, it just don't go like that. And so I, I, I definitely feel you. So if you want to avoid the label hitting the brakes, you got to be the driver. Don't even, The label shouldn't be in the driver's seat. Yeah, the, the label, label, label got to ride shotgun. You know what yeah, I mean? You exactly. got to be the driver. Exactly. Okay, so speaking of which, I know everybody in this damn uh, live right now, I know these guys. They want to know, what are you looking for? Man, I got I got asked this question last week, and it's gonna sound mad stupid for A and I to say this, <laughs> but I ain't looking for nothing. I never have been. Yeah. Like for me in particular, the moment you start looking for something, you know, uh, the perspective is gonna be jaded. I can't. It's, I lose objectivity if I'm looking for mm, something, right? But yeah. if it finds me, and I'm fucking with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you take for instance, like, um, uh. If me and you talking and you like, man, I'm playing this new act, this new act crazy, shorty wooty woo, whatever, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh yeah, we in the car and we listen to it. I'm like, oh, okay, it's on my trigger. Then I go to uh, the airport and I hear somebody talking about it in a conversation. Okay, that's the second time it hit me. Then I land and then I check my playlist and he got a song. I listen to the song, the song Fire or whatnot. The universe is throwing this at me. It, right. It, something, something about this act keeps popping up, a reoccurring conversation or whatnot. I think about um, uh, Glorilla or whatnot, like, right. shout out uh, Hit Kid, shout out my boy Kadeem, who, you know, they kind of kicked that shit off. Yeah. I saw them last August. Mm. And when I seen it, uh, Hit Kid, who's the executive producer and the producer of the, uh, the FNF record, yeah. I, I text him because that's my little homie. And I text him, I say, uh, hey, hey, big dog, like, this shit is crazy. Like, he had a he had a video where they was just, it wasn't an FNF record because, like I said, this was last August. But he had a record with the girls, and they were just going crazy. Like, mm. it was a freestyle they had dropped. I don't even remember the name of the track. But all I saw was the energy behind that shit. Right. And they looked like something I had never seen before. And I told him, I said, man, this shit hard as a motherfucker. Like, I'm, I'm, t I'm typed in, you know what I'm saying? Like, and at the time, I couldn't make a move on it because I had so many developing acts that I was working with that I had signed personally. Right. The way I handle business, if... I owe these people my time and attention. I'm right. not going to add nothing else to my plate when I know I ain't did right by them yet. Right. So I just told them, like, yo, I'm, I'm going to sit back and watch it. Fast forward eight months, the FNF record come out. Yeah. It's crazy or whatnot. But it was, you know, it, if anything, I just take that as like, okay, at least I knew I was in the right space. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I had everybody else. I just didn't move on it. But that's a good sign for me because even no matter how long you stay in this, you want to know that you always still got that that yeah. eye for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so if a, if an artist is lucky enough to get to work with you, what what sh what are like what should they expect? Like what does it look like to work with a Norvay, to work with a senior, you know, um VP? Cuz obviously you're working with several artists right now. Like what is that? What is what is your sort of day-to-day -day role with them? 
I think it's different. Like every A and R is gonna be different because they they every A and R approaches it a little differently. For me, I'm coming from the lens as a writer and a producer first, mm. so I'm a lot more hands on than some of my contemporaries. So the the biggest thing is if you're not interested to critique or being challenged on your records or having somebody help you build out your records, I mean, shit, you know, yeah, man, you done fought over songs before, yeah, like tooth and yeah. nail. You know what I'm saying, like. If you're not interested in that, don't fuck with me because I'm not the one that's, I'm not for you. And I yeah. tell everybody, like, when I, when we sit down and have a conversation, let's just sit down and build with each other because you might not even fuck with me as a person. Mm -hmm. I want to sit down. I want to read you. I want to get the character. Maybe it's something about me that you ain't really fucking with. You know what I'm right. saying? The way I do my hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might not like the way I talk or some shit like that. I want to sit down with you and see, like, as a person, can we sit down and, like, really vibe with each other because... Yeah. The, the biggest thing is I'm an advocate of transparency. At some point in time, I let every act I'm sitting with, we going to have a disagreement. It yeah. ain't going to be all rainbows and unicorns and shit like that. You're going to think something. I'm going to think something alternative. It's going to be a point of contention. Yeah. But the, the thing is, like, I'm going to always show you respect, and we're going to navigate those waters together. Right. And, and man, what you, what you just said is so important, because I, I tell a lot of artists, like, that that are personal friends or like personal associates when they're dealing with the labels or dealing with whoever they're dealing with. When I when we start talking about their music, I'm like, yo, you need to be with an A and R that's actually in there making the records with you. Yeah. Not just a, a data A and R. There's nothing wrong with them. I love that yeah, A and R. It's a lot of great ones. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. But it's like if you're if you're signed to a label. Make sure these people know how to make music because you're not always going to have a sauce. And you don't always want to be the best in the room. You want somebody in there that's great with you. You don't want to be great and then a whole bunch of yes people. You want other great people around you, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. So I always tell them, like, yo, make sure you're with A&Rs that really make music, man. It's hey, so important the longevity of your career. Listen to all of my artists, managers, and executives. It's time to evolve into the streaming business. I'm the number one streaming executive in the industry with over 30 platinum and gold records in the last two years alone. I've been teaching everybody how to do what I do. So if you're interested in breaking through in the streaming business, go ahead and enroll in my masterclass to join my stream team community. The link's in the bio. Or visit our website, thestreamteam.club. Y'all know what's going on, man. It's your big homie, Boom Man, checking in. Authentic Empire's own CEO. You want to set up a meeting, you want to rock with the team, you want to get heard, all you got to do is log on to www.authenticempiremg.com or text the number 4485700040. Let's get it. Booming. It's a lot of successful acts that don't have A&R, right? Mm. And never needed it because they got a, a dope team around them in creative direction. So I'm not yeah. sitting here saying that, like, you know, what I do is... Uh, uh, a one-of-one -one service that you can't get from nowhere else because if you got creatives around you that yeah. got uh, taste, that's all you really need. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You just don't need no yes-man around you. Right. But I think everybody has to have somebody around them willing to tell them you could do better Yeah. and to help them curate their sound. And yeah. from the biggest acts, like we see a lot of people, I think this this current state we in right now, like 2022, and I've, I've seen it kind of swirl around the ethos, but it's a lot of mid out here. Like, it's a lot of mid ass. <laughs> oh, we records. talk a lot about it on the show, don't you? Right. <laughs> we talk about it a and lot. That ain't, that, ain't, that ain't no disrespect to nobody, but it's yeah. like the bar is definitely lowered. I look at somebody who I love rapping. Like, I love Kodak. Like, I see yeah. Kodak, uh, he did a freestyle on, um, damn, Kodak just dropped a feature on somebody record. 
Oh, Ice Water Vezo, Kodak yeah, did a freestyle. Yeah, I heard that. Man, that motherfucker blacking out on that verse. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's just gifted. You know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. just gifted talent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ain't nobody, he don't really need uh, a lot of help with his shit and stuff like that because he going to do what he going to do. Shout out Orlando who yeah. uh, do his Razzle, shit. But like, yeah. yeah, that's my dog. But like, you ain't really got to. And it's a lot of acts that I've had the pleasure of working with. You don't really need too much from me, but I can kind of help you sculpt and mold the direction. You know what I'm right. saying? Like. So let's talk about that. Let, let's talk about give, give, give us give us your top three records that you know you worked on and that you're, you're proud of. Start at the bottom. Start at three. Um, records. Yeah, top three records you you worked on that you you, you know what I mean. Hard to put in uh, put them in sequence like that. Uh, well, just give us three period then. Just give us three period. Okay. Um, and we need the story behind it too. Man, we need the details. You know what I would say. Uh, not even, not even from the lens of like a a, a record, but the, the 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 best records are the ones that's the hardest to get out, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So like when we when I think about that, I think about um, my little brother Lucci and just like yeah. helping him put together uh, his albums. And, you know, Lucci, anybody work with Lucci, you know Lucci don't really he don't really want to hear what the fuck you gotta say about yeah. no records. Yeah, but like seeing him uh, grow and evolve as an artist was yeah. always a special moment, right? So I, I can appreciate, like, I remember when the first time we went into the session, I probably sat around him for, like, six months just trying to let him know I wasn't his op. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he, he'd just come in the studio and be like, yeah, what up, big? And then just sit down yeah. on it. And then when talk to me and whatnot, you know, he'll tell my brother, oh, man, he'll like, oh, man, why we got another A&R in the building? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, he just was like, the hazing process and then yeah. you know so it, I appreciate it when we finally got to a better place yeah. to where he would actually like he wouldn't even share records with me for a long time yeah. uh, so when I finally got off that island you know I, I can say that was a that was a proud moment um, Wale's On Chill featuring yeah, Jeremiah that's a big one cause I actually co-produced that record and <sighs> that record was one cause it, I fought so fucking hard me and DJ Money yeah. but I fought so fucking hard for that record for that to record. be the one yeah. And we went through, like, I remember, you know, get begging Eric Bellinger, like, bro, write the hook on this shit. Yeah. Just bring some life into it or whatnot. And Eric, you know, killed the hook or whatnot, but just trying to show right, uh, Wale, like, you know, this would be a hit for us. And when he finally got into it, like, the way that record came together was so, so, like, the work behind it, you know, everything yeah, happened so last minute. Yeah, like, yeah. that was a record that was, like, cultivated for, like, a year before it actually manifested into something, like just behind yeah. the scenes from getting the beat or whatnot and, you know, uh, putting it together with my, uh, my brother El Timo or whatnot who uh, co-produced it with me and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it, it was a, it, that was a, a labor of love, but it, it manifested into something dope. And then um, I'm going to say that the, the one that's at the top for me right now is probably the work I'm doing on Freddie Gibbs' album. It's not even out yet. Not even out yet. Y'all can't hear it yet. It's coming soon, but like... <laughs> Easily, like you know, I think yeah. it will be. And this is this is his debut on the major. Yeah, his debut on yeah, the major. That's yeah. big. That, I, what did it take to land him? I don't mean like financially, but I'm just saying like, yeah, yeah. what was the process? Well, that happened. My that's like that's been my brother since like fucking. We have been rocking since like 2014, 15. Like I had tried to sign him when I was at Motown, mm. and so we just you know circling each other. And like he said, we all from the crib. Like when you from Gary, you pretty much from Chicago. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So. It's like we had just been circling, like trying. Like I said, I tried to sign him. It didn't make sense. Uh, you know, he ended up doing a collab project at RCA, uh, Bandana. Uh, him and Mad Lives with uh, Tunji. Shout out Tunji. Um, mm-hmm. And 
just trying to find the right the right timing for us to kind of link up again and and make it. And I mean, this this body of work has been three a little bit over three years uh, wow. in the making. So like you know, has he been with y'all for three years? He been with y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so he just now about to put his debut out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we dropped I, Lucy's here and there. We had some yeah. records that we dropped here and there, but uh, this will be the first like body that, that work. Yeah, that's a testament of longevity. Like for him to be with y'all three years and continue to stay relevant without even dropping the album. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. That's a good. That's a good testament to him and to y'all. Yeah, that's it's coming. Big. It's coming. Is it now? Is Freddie Gibbs coming this year? Ah, <laughs> is it coming this year or what? We'll see, man. We'll oh, see. Oh my goodness. <laughs>